Hey, this is Tyler Murphy, and you're listening to the Montana Gallery Podcast. Today on the show, we've got a good one. My friend Grant Jones swung by yesterday, and we recorded. Uh, this recording is a little longer than usual, but I just so enjoyed uh, my conversation, my time with Grant, and uh, we cover a lot of uh, good stuff that I think any anybody who is a creative person uh, will find ways that hopefully that you can relate to. We talk a lot about his creative process as a songwriter, uh, and I, we, it, it's kind of cool the, the different ways that, um, you know, we can, that Grant and I can relate to each other as creative people, as people who are making art and putting it out into the world. So we, we spend a lot of time talking about, um, you know, kind of creating from places of insecurity, and now I think both of us are trying to move into more of this place where, oh no, yeah, let's uh, let's let's create because this is what we're what we feel called to do with our lives, and and so I think that's kind of a fun. Those are fun conversations to to have. Grant has uh, just is just finishing up his. Uh, debut album and he's in the middle of a kickstarter campaign so here at the beginning we kind of talk about that and uh we're just going to jump right into this i grant has just walked in and uh i just like three minutes before he walked in i got stung by a bee and uh today i'm sitting here looking at where i got stung and my whole arm is just flaring up and it's all uh, it's so itchy i gotta go find some benadryl anyways enjoy this this conversation with Grant and uh, go check out his Kickstarter campaign kickstarter.com type in Grant Jones if you're interested in supporting an artist that I think is uh, incredibly worthy of your of your time and and your uh, attention and your money thanks guys talk to you next week Inside my sleeve. That looks like a bite, right? Not a sting. I don't know. It's swollen though. It's starting to swell. Yeah. Do they have venom in their teeth? And they're. I don't know. It's weird. Like it hurt real bad at first, and then it kind of went away. It just happened like three minutes ago. Jeez. And now all of a sudden it's starting to hurt a little bit. A little bit. If I pass out, just uh. Just go, keep going with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, keep talking. Carry the conversation. What do you think of the idea of starting off with a little bit of Daisy? Mm-hmm. You know, like here at the beginning. So I just said that, and then it'll like go to Daisy. Like a little the bit of that. Yeah, yeah. The one that you released for like you know, a minute or half, half a minute or something. Don't put it off tonight Don't leave the fire 
back to to uh, us talking about the fact that you just did a, uh, that you just opened a LaCroix yes we love LaCroix around LaCroix is these so parts good. I just have to drink them and drink them and drink them I will literally buy a six pack of LaCroix and just drink it and drink it <sighs> Spindrift is kind of my thing these days What's that Oh, it's like the best kind of LaCroix. Where do you get that? I don't know. Because uh, I've experimented with the different kinds of LaCroix, too. Yeah. Um, I've got to find the, I've got to find the, the right proper source. Where have you had it? I, somehow, uh, uh, Ryan and Parker have, have sourced it. It's the best. It's got real fruit in it. Because I've had Waterloo. Yeah. That is, one's not bad. It's the one from Lucky's. They sell that. Yeah. And I've had Soleil or whatever. Yeah, like that's Albertsons. the Albertsons brand. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, I know I've had another one, but... It's funny, like, Vacroy now, I don't really like their... Because a lot of other companies took that concept and they made it more flavorful. Yeah. Without adding anything. They yep. just like made it maybe more effervescent or I don't know. <laughs> they put more essence into it. They yes. somehow. Yes. Okay, but so we just have played your Daisy song. Yeah. On the podcast. We did. Um and you released that, the yep. f- the full single. Yep. But the place Okay, so let's let's talk through uh the Kickstarter. Yeah. You uh, the Kickstarter for Nighttime Friends. Kickstarter for Nighttime My Friends. That's the name of his debut album. Yes. Grant Jones. Grant yes. Allen Jones. Grant. No, nope, we next the Allen. I'm pretty sure on our last podcast that we talked about that for a while. Really? I think so. Probably, and I, I was stubborn at that point, and then I finally had mold people say like, "Why is the Allen? Yeah, there." Right. That's what I said. So you never introduce yourself that way. You never even refer yourself that way. I know that you go back and like listen to this podcast a lot and like, yeah. you know, so I do. <laughs> I've actually gone back and listened to it a couple times, not I mean just the parts where you're yeah. singing your songs cuz oh, I was like sure. I want to listen to some Grant Jones. Yeah. And now you can. Daisy. Yeah. And so your Kickstarter campaign is out there. Yep. Doing work for you. Yes. Um, you had the goal of raising 3000 Correct. And you said you're at like 3900 right yeah. now? Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. It is awesome. And it's you have still have how many days? 20 days. 20 days left? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay, so this is coming out like tomorrow, so there will still be 19 days. So if you're listening to this, everybody, you should go... How you go to Kickstarter.com and just type in Grant Jones. Yep. Right? Type in Grant Jones. You'll see um, my profile there, my project there, and um, you can listen to the full Daisy. Yeah. So I, I released that single on the the Kickstarter page um, 
to let people know, like, here's what the album's going to sound like, because it's mostly, the album's um, all recorded and mostly finished, and that was the, the one that um, I think sounded ready, and so we released it um, on that, that Kickstarter page. Um, and so I'd give you a little taste of what the album's going to sound like. So, um, Yeah, it's been awesome to, I, I was surprised at how many people... Um, Enthusiastic, yeah, yeah, about about the, uh, you know, because I got, I would get asked a lot. Uh, I mean, every show I would play, there'd be people saying like, "Man, you you come out with an album?" I was like, "Yeah, but next month," and then about nine months later, I'd be <laughs> like, uh, "Yeah, man, the next couple months is coming out." What was it that took so long? Um, who, who can we be mad at? <laughs> Just me. <laughs> <I think. laughs> Well, you know, um, one thing about recording, uh, like this is my first album and I've been playing the songs for so long that I didn't want to rush it. Yeah. Um, in the sense that everyone involved has a day job. Yeah. And some people even like more than a day job. Like they already have a career, but they're the people I wanted to either record it, produce it. Or play on it, and so you know, you got to work around that time, and then I wasn't really pushing the timeline too hard because I was like, you know, this is gonna be uh, what I want it to be because it's my first one, and yeah. I've I've had home recording gear and I've recorded stuff just by myself, and it never really did much for me, and so just the idea of like. Let's do um, it right. Yeah. Let's take our time. Yeah, yeah, and even myself, like I've got a full time job and. And 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 for me, the album being done is a jumping off point because now, like, you have something to offer people. You know, like yeah. it's I love playing shows around town, and 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 I think even just like the success of the Kickstarter is is um, uh, mirrors the uh, support and just my live shows in town people always like I, th- I can always know like oh this person's probably going to be there they just like to come see music mm-hmm. but now to have the album out it's like okay I can go elsewhere I can go to a different town and say you know play a show and be like hey if you liked it you take this home with you or like right. now you're going to find and then me. it can kind of start to grow yeah, yeah. go on area. iTunes it's going to be on your Spotify playlist right. uh, whatever um, having something out there that's more just like well yeah, nothing yet. So maybe I'll see you in a year if I come back. You know, right? Hope you remember me. Yeah, which they won't. You know, yeah. and that isn't anything against them or the music. It's just, it's just like, the way. There's it is. so much stuff we have access to that we're gonna choose whatever um, we can get our hands on. Yeah, um, most readily, which I think is cool that we have that opportunity to listen to a band that's uh, an indie band from. You know, Rhode Island, or I don't. Yeah. I don't have a specific example of that band, but they don't have to be uh, on top forty radio. They don't have to be on any radio stations at all. Yeah. Um, you can just find them, and it, and the music moves us. And so, yeah. That was my thing with the album is now I've got something that can exist beyond a live show. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, and I'm excited about the way it's translating. So twenty more days on the Kickstarter mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah. Then what happens after that? You you're gonna be playing, I assume, some big shows around Billings a little bit. 
do some album. When, when does the album actually get released? And that's that still to be you, determined. Okay, All right. but it's um, I mean, uh, the album's pretty much done. We're waiting yeah. on kind of finishing up the album artwork, right? Um, and then, um, which is awesome. I've seen like I I've seen kind of behind the scenes on a lot yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. I'm just I'm saying this to the the listeners out there. It's <laughs> yeah. so cool. Yeah, like, Mary Kate Teske. Um, <sighs> I set up a couple photo shoots with her. Yeah. First, when I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is so cool!" And then I had this idea, and so I called her up. And I was like, "Okay, let's do one more here," and and that's gonna be the album cover. And and she's helping design it, and she took pictures, and and so we're just kind of you know because that that's kind of like. With that, that's what people see the first time. I don't know about you, but like album covers really mean something because that's what gets you interested before you even hear anything. Yeah. You see something, you're like, that's interesting. Yeah. I know it sounds kind of, it's kind of like a weird, uh, opposite thing of like, I need to see it before I hear it. Mm. Which that doesn't really exist. I don't think in you a think lot that of that's other, the that's the way me, it is it, now. I think I mean, for I me, I feel it like is. that would would have for sure been the way that it worked in kind of the time in which there's record labels and album yeah. covers and and you flip through, you go to a record store, yeah. and flip through. I think it's the same now. I mean, just for me, because I'll go on. Um, I just use iTunes or whatever, and I'll okay. go on like what's new. Oh really? And I'll just scroll through. Yeah. And maybe I mean obviously I recognize names uh, mostly, but yeah. now I'll see an album cover like that's interesting. Yeah. And I click on it. I listen to it. Huh. Um. So I think that's it cool. Matters. I. Yeah, I think. It see, matters. I I consume or I I come to know of music through you guys that are <laughs> like you know through my friends who are like oh yeah check out this guy or right. you know sure. And I think that's it's probably equal for me too. Like I yeah. don't always, but having an album cover that's, I think I I think timeless is a cool word that I kind of like to use. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a, like it really is. Like you, so will you describe it for him? Like what the scene is? Um, I was at having dinner. Um, me and my girlfriend Caitlin had some friends over to her house, and we had this table set up. Um, in the backyard and had some lights up and it was like an old table we had a bunch of old chairs around it and we were just sitting there I was like oh this would be an interesting kind of scene yeah. to take a photo of because the the string lights that are in there you like went away from the table to smoke a cigarette or go to the bathroom and you came back and saw everybody sitting under the table yeah, how it worked. Yeah, and and it was just like, <laughs> I mean, I did like I, I yeah like I was sitting I there. It. Yeah, I was sitting there. I was like, this is cool. And then looking, you know, stepping back and looking at yeah. it, we're kind of like, um, this is uh, a cool little scene here. And I I initially wanted to have a picture of me in a sitting at a bar. Yeah. Um. But then I quickly realized like it's really hard to find a bar that has a great aesthetic in the background. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about a bar. I had a cool, like, actual physical wooden bar. I was like, that's cool, but then everything in the background is, like, poker machines. <laughs> and, like, that isn't really... Uh, yeah. That's not really the, the vibe, but this is kind of cool because everything fades into the black because they did it at night. 
Yeah. So it goes from light to just complete back black backdrop, which is pretty cool. You almost look like you're on a stage. Sure, like a controlled lighting stage. Yeah. yeah. And so it, 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 I'm glad that we tried that. <clears throat> it was a very quick, like, hey, yeah. uh, let's meet Monday night. And I showed up an hour early, set it all up. Yeah. And yeah. then we took the pictures. And, and, and you're wearing, like, an awesome blue western cowboy yeah. shirt. Yeah, that it very itchy. It won't be worn. Aside from the, <laughs> unless I have a silk undershirt <laughs> to cover every inch. It's yeah, it's like a polyester, like thick polyester. I don't know how they wore those, um, but yeah, it's so like the album cover was important to me to try to capture. So the album's called Nighttime Friends. Um, kind of the idea of. This freedom of going out at night and kind of being the most authentic version of yourself, maybe, and having experiences that you never thought you'd have. Um, and I think for me over the last year or two was, that was the time when I broke away from maybe standards I held myself to or ideas about life that I had. And those were kind of um, fell away. I don't know if just... Yeah. going out with friends and, and having this these experiences that I was like oh this is fun like I I didn't I was never a bar guy growing up I was never really a party guy growing up and I'm still not much of a party guy but something about just the nightlife of, mm. I guess just for me this town was something that I got to experience fresh in my mid 20s yeah um, and and I wanted the album to reflect that in some way. Yeah. And so I feel like the aesthetic of it's really. Uh, I saw as soon as I saw that picture, I was like, "Yeah, this is great." Yeah. And so we're working on how to, you know, lay it out because there's a lot of different um, details that I don't. Really, you know, you're like, "Oh, it's a cool picture, an album cover," and they're like, "Well, what about all the details you have to put on everything?" You know, and you know, so just figuring that out, it's it's exciting and that's where we're at now um, everything's recorded and uh, now we're just trying to figure out how to package it and get it out so. nice yeah would you play Nighttime Friends yeah for us right now totally let's do it only 40 minutes into this thing this is a 35 minute song <laughs> also I think you got the nice uh, perfect podcast squeaky chair. Found the squeakiest one that <laughs> I have it's, here. Always happens. When you find just who you want to be, but ain't the time. Our bodies in motion, planets to squeeze. And I know I told you we were only friends. Still hurts to see you go home to him.
Lady, could you tell me how I got here? Did I mistrain somewhere? Oh, please do tell. You're a woman I know. Where the hell am I? I can guess just what you're thinking If you give me three clues It's a game we all play And you can try, you can lose And we pass it around And we hold it on our head So many voices, so many voices, so many voices, I'm losing it. Lady, could you tell me how I got here? Did I mistrain somewhere? Please do tell. You're a woman I know Where the hell am I going? You're a woman I know Where the hell am I Well, the night's all sleep drunk eyes and half-burned cigarettes. If this place served champagne, man, I think that'd be a nice touch. Come quickly to the street to see what you've done. Oh. Pissed him off, but it was all in good fun. Lady, could you tell me how I got here? Did I mistrain somewhere? Oh, please do tell. You're a woman. You're a woman I know Where the hell am I going? Ooh.
Okay, here's what I want to know. Yeah. How do you how do you write? Like, what's the what's the process like for writing a song? Is um, it, it kind of happening all the time with you? No, no. Uh, I would say um, guitar in hand. Okay. I might play a chord progression that maybe brings something out. And when it brings something out, I think you're obviously gonna write about whatever's inside of you at the time. Even if you don't have an idea about what you want to say, I don't think. I mean, this is. I mean, I should just speak for myself. Like, I don't. I can't yeah. just be like, I'm gonna write this type of song. It doesn't really come out that way. Um, wow. I want it to because I want it. I think like good songwriters. Yeah. Um, can. Um, I want to write a this type of a song, right. and they can do that, and they yeah. can, and they can form that. No, but there's something about the way that you're saying that you do it that is really cool to me that it's like, oh no, he was feeling this in that moment that he wrote the song. Like it wasn't, I kind of want this, I've kind of got this, like the way that I've been trying to, not that I'm really trying to write a song, but the one thing that I shared the other night, yeah. the, the thing it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to write a a salvation type song. Sure. Like yeah. Johnny Cash type yep. Yep. song, and it's gonna be kind of epic sounding mm -hmm. and like or whatever. And so I kind of started with that in mind, but yeah. So you just sit down, and then it's kind of whatever starts to come forth out of you, or I would say uh, a lot of times it is like a therapeutic journaling type thing where something's bothering me. Mm. I'll write a song about it. That's because that's what I'm feeling at that time, and it needs to get out yeah. um, into something. Yeah. Um, other times, I don't think that, that song probably was feeling anything in particular. Yeah. But maybe just that one's like a quiet, reflective. Yeah. Like meditative, almost. Yeah. Like the the mood of that summer it was kind of written yeah. during a summer, like I was saying before, where I realized there's all this stuff out out in the world that I didn't know about people I didn't know really okay um, so that one's kind of a happy like at peace song for you yeah yeah I don't know if happy is I think happy could be used that yeah. way it's just more of just like, like a or content. even keel yeah kind of a song that okay not a lot of, little tension but not a lot yeah not um, just yeah about yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, it wasn't anything particular. Yeah, about anything particular. Yeah, it does have the feeling of, I mean, even looking for me looking back on this summer a little bit, like that. I don't know, just summer in Montana, sure. like being downtown, mm -hmm. meeting up with friends. Yeah, that idea of like who knows what's going. You really pissed him off, but it was all in good fun. Yeah, that line. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's. I think it's really fun to reflect on just the mundane too. Yeah. I know it's not like nothing really exceptional happened that night. Maybe there's one thing um, that happened and 
It's uh-huh. kind of like, oh, that was really fun that happened. Like, no one planned that. We didn't expect it to happen. Someone just did something really stupid. And, and that was really funny how that happened. It wouldn't have happened if all of us hadn't decided to stay up past our bedtime. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it, yeah. stuff like that. So that, that song is fun because it, it, it just has more of a feeling about it for me than it yeah. does any, like, specific thing. Have you ever written any songs where it's like uh it's coming from a place of like oh my god like kind of like this joy of living kind of song you know <laughs> or um, are they mostly angsty like so that's something I'm, to... I'm working on um <laughs> maybe you're just feeling the joy of life yes <laughs> uh i'm realizing that i i can really good at expressing the angst in my life and really good at expressing like pain um, mm-hmm. because when I write it about it it goes away yeah it's really hard for me to write about really good things uh-huh. in my life because they're just good and it makes me feel good I already feel good about it yeah you know there's no strife in it there's no tension in it that needs to be thought through yeah <clears throat> um, and that's something I don't necess- I mean I think I I realize it's just part of me mm-hmm is I'm, I tend to just be a little more depressive than I do um, positive. Yeah. Um, it's something that I'm working on. I'd like to be able to not always just write out of that place because right. I don't think that's necessarily completely authentic to myself. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, when you're happy, you're kind of going to run out of those things that make you sad. Yeah, or that are upset. Like if there's not all attention in your life. Is I mean, I just don't write. No, I don't. I don't want to just write about old sh- stuff. Yeah, you know that that, that I could. Yeah. Um, uh, I do have a tune. Um, kind of about kind of crawling out of that, crawling out of sadness. You know, and about mm. I think the line in it is. Um, I've seen the light a thousand times, but tonight I begin to shine. I know it sounds cheesy when I say it. It feels cheesy to me, but the idea of, you know, I, I can I can be, um, you know, I'm in love, you know. I'm in love now. I, uh, there's very few things that are better than that in life. Yeah. You, know? you are in love with, I am in love with right now. Caitlin. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> and And so... And wrote that song, and 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 that that and even in that song though, like there's a lot of tension in it, because hmm. I am being moved out of this, you know, heartbroken single phase or yeah. whatever, you know. And but I'd like to give him be better at at writing about good things. Yeah, feeling feeling the joy of life and like and being able to compel yeah. you. Yeah, it compels you to create. Sure. Even if it's really happy song that sounds sad, just mm. like melodically or tonally, yeah, that would probably be really interesting. I think bands like Wilco do that really cool with like melancholy. Mm. The lyrics are positive or like beautiful, uplifting. Yeah. But there's just this sad kind of melancholy thing that that kind of speaks to me too. So just trying to figure out like what, how do I? I'm not going to be happy pop guy. Uh, it just doesn't. I like listening to that. Music, yeah. you know, but I just don't feel like... They're like, wake me up before you go-go. 
Let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh, but just trying to figure out, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I was... Uh, um, I've been thinking about how... So the other day, uh, I was loading a painting into my car. and uh, Did you sell it? Yeah. Oh, okay. This, did I tell you this story? Real cool, man. Yeah. Just... You know, no, made, made lots of money. <laughs> Dude, anyway, I can just slip in some stories like to ah, get, get it back to me. I was selling it. So uh, I just... $14,000 uh, passing. Yeah, so... Letting it in the back of my... My friend was like, how much you sell that for? I was like, $14,000. He's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like... He's like... Uh, Dude, it that's worth more than that. It wasn't that amount. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It was it was ten. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, that's worth more than that. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's like, but I know that for you, it's not about the money. It's not. Yeah. It's not the money that drives you. It's uh, it's your passion. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, no, I think the thing that's driven me to this point is mostly like profound insecurity. That's got me. <laughs> yeah. You had to do it. Yeah, it's like my way of dealing with the world right. and like finding some identity in life, you know, right. and kind of like getting right. some form of attention and right. and like standing mm -hmm. my way of standing out. And now I'm what I, what's interesting is like I I think that a lot of times it starts from this point of insecurity, like mm -hmm. skills, creative creative um uh uh, pr prowess or whatever, mm -hmm. like whatever, whatever your creative uh, mm -hmm. field is. Like a lot of times, people find success in that, and it kind of grew out of some sort of an insecurity, mm -hmm. and then at some point, it transitions into like a more mature way of holding it mm -hmm. and and approaching it and being like, oh no, this is this is something. Yes, it was a lot of like insecurities that got me to this point, mm -hmm. but here I am. And yeah. like I have, I do have the skills now to, yeah. to do this thing. Right. So like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to step up into it. Right. And, um, and it's kind of a cool spot cause it, it's kind of, I feel like I can kind of let any critique of anything that I'm doing kind of roll sure. off my back. Cause it's right. like, yeah, it's not, um, it's not maybe the the sole place that I find my identity sure. anymore. Yeah, right. I, I kind of like that idea of like I, I think when maybe when you find out you're good at something and makes you feel better about yourself, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Yeah, it's good," and you feel like, "Oh, like I, I feel good about myself." And yeah. if you're always creating out of just like people gonna like this or uh, like. Am I worth it? You know, I think that that can certainly be a, a, a motivating factor in why you create art. <clears throat> I think eventually you got to come to the point where you're, if you want to be like a healthy person, just be like, I, I'm good at this and this yeah. is cool. Like, I, I'm so cool I get to do this and I'm good at it. And if people don't like it, that's really sucks and it's heartbreaking, but it's okay. Everybody's going to like it. I don't have yeah. to. You know, it's 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 for you. It's also just because you're good at it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's off topic, but that just felt like what you said about like out of profound insecurities, like 
growing up, you don't, there's certain times in your life where you don't feel comfortable with your own self. And then when you start, especially with art, I think, like, oh, I'm good at this. Like, and people like it. Mm-hmm. I feel good about myself now that I can actually make something that's better than how I think my life is. Actually. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, that's really interesting bringing that up. Of, do you, do you find that, like, as with this album coming out, do you find, like, that, that you're... I feel like with... I'm exploring all of this stuff a lot lately with... that. Um, I think it's coming to mind a lot because it seems like the gallery is starting to do uh, become a little more successful, mm-hmm. become a little more well-known. Mm-hmm. And it mostly... And it's kind of this scary, like, weird... sort of spot to be in Mm -hmm. and and there's a part of me that wants to freak out and just like shut down and and just go i was just kidding guys like i'm don't (laughs) look at me don't listen to this right right like because you can kind of almost buckle under the under the pressure of like being i have i have put out an image of myself Mm -hmm. that is bigger than bigger and better than i actually am yep and that's scary mm-hmm. to try to live up to. Yeah. And and now right now I'm just trying to go well one like it's okay if I don't live up to that. Sure. Yeah, but also okay, hey, yeah. let's just let's just go with it. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. pretend like I really am that. <laughs> I think I haven't thought of that. Uh, before Tyler, and now you've really ruined my day. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, um, what was your question about the album? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, you said you feel that way about. Uh, oh yes, like are you? you what would what would be my question there? I'm just wondering if you're maybe going Scared through a similar yeah a similar set of feelings about it that of like. Um. Yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Is there any anxiety about putting it out um, there? I think, for or me, putting it out there and maybe transitioning into what comes next for Grant Jones, the that's musician. I think the biggest thing is like this is a stepping stone that if I don't step on it, <laughs> it's gonna just be an album that I made and. Oh. 50 years it'll be just like yeah I made this one album and then I worked in construction for the next 50 years <laughs> which if that happens yeah I'll be fine with yeah but I wouldn't be okay with not trying to make it what I think it should be yeah you know and embrace like I mean just the idea that you know um, so many people already got behind the Kickstarter and I know it's only money um but just like people are excited about it, yeah. And if I didn't, I think that can go beyond just um, um, my friends who who I think legitimately love the music and also like just hearing it and being around and watching. I don't know. I don't know if it's for you, but like when I watch my friends perform art or make yeah. art, like it's it's amazing. It's so fun because you're like, yeah. oh, it's so cool. Like you're just a person and you make this art and it's so awesome. Like, yeah. It's, I love it, you know? And I think that not to take that and go and run with it farther and see if anyone else likes it yeah. would be a waste. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit anxiety inducing because... 
because everybody I think I've enjoyed it for a long time. Like okay. that's probably maybe a reason why I wasn't rushed on the album because I knew when it was done I'd have to do something with it. <laughs> I couldn't just be like, okay, now who wants to buy the CD? Because that only gets you so far. You got to take it somewhere. You got to play in different towns. You got to um, record live videos. You got to do. You know, you got to say like, here's here's something that I think is good and. And a lot of people that know me think it's really good, and they like it. And a lot of people just like the music. You should give it a try too, you know. Yeah. And if you don't do that, um, it's really it was a fun process to do make yeah. the album. It's fun to hear it, but I'm not going to listen to it years and years just to listen to my own music. You know. I'm yeah. Not, I want to get it out there. So that's I think the biggest thing is like okay. This is where the rubber hits the road. You gotta do something with this. If you want people to hear your music, you know, maybe it's for you. If you want people to buy your art, you gotta get it out there. You can't yeah, just expect right. people to walk in your door. Yep. You know, I mean I think that's that's how I'm starting to view some of these shows that we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, the work is really good, that and and everything, but like unashamedly promote it. Get it out there. Yeah, and I'm and, horrible at that. I'm yeah. so bad because I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, come, come look at me, you know? Well, I don't think that it's... I think that there's different ways. I was just thinking about how, like, with this last show, we we sold a lot of the paintings to people here in Billings. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's which cool. Which feels great because... Is that different than usual? Yeah, a lot yeah, of times yeah, it's yeah. been online. And I've I've kind of I'm I'm having a hard time keeping up with and and caring enough about social media stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of falling behind a mm-hmm. little bit with Montana Gallery, like Montana Gallery's Instagram. I feel like I'm just I don't know. It, maybe I need to hire it out or something. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have the the love and care that maybe it should sure should have yeah. from me. Yeah. But I think, you know, like we had Maracuja in the gallery last night. Okay. We we had you in there uh-huh. for the opening. We, sure. We've, and we're just doing event after event. And yeah. to me, that... So that is one way of promotion. So sure. there's the promotion that I think that you and I are both kind of... Um, I don't really like spending a lot of time on my phone and then like sure. scrolling through. And, and figuring I, out what to say about something, out how to format a post. Yeah. yeah. And, and playing that game. Sure. I kind of like playing this game of podcasting yeah. of and putting on great shows at the gallery mm-hmm. and, and doing that. Yeah. And to me, it's like two different, it's, it's two different games. Mm-hmm. And from the outside, from the outside, I think the, the more common, like the more common uh, wisdom is you've got to be on social media. You've got to be, killing it there Mm -hmm. but those people who kill it there maybe don't kill it in the way that that you and i like connect with real people in real life Mm. see i i don't know i like uh i i'm i'm wondering like why is it that you've already broke your your goal of three thousand is it because you're good at social media, I'm or not is good it? Be- at it. I yeah, Caitlin. Has, so yeah, has my been... partner Caitlin, she has started doing that. Yeah, and she loves it. Like she's yeah. really good at 
formatting a post and really good at like yeah what kind of pictures are kind of cool and yeah. I, I mean uh it overnight i got 70 followers you know yeah <laughs> and i felt like i did all i could to get followers before that i was like well i put out one post and uh, this is I guess this is what i got you know yeah, yeah. and and i so i think i think the only thing like we we a part of us lives on on the internet yeah um whether we want to or not um that's where we get a lot of our information. That's where we, you know, and I, I don't think you have to like even like I, I when I'm on Facebook, I just scroll. Mm-hmm. I don't really dive into anything yeah. much, but I hear about stuff. Even if it's just in path, I'm like, oh, interesting. That's that night, and then I say interested, and then maybe I'm like, oh, what should I do this weekend? I'll pull up my calendar on Facebook. Facebook events is great. It's amazing. Actually. And so even just It's the that, only part of Facebook that that I like. That's actually me too. Like that's that's really why I use it because it's so cool that you can share a calendar quote unquote mm-hmm. with every, with a, just thousands of other people yeah. and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's that night. I should go to that." Like I, I wouldn't yeah. have ever I wouldn't have even known about it had it not been for Facebook, you know. Yep. Um and even that show you had last night, like I saw it on Facebook, I would have known yeah. about it. You would have texted me yeah. about it. Um, but, um, so I think it's, I don't view it as a bad thing. I, I, I actually don't, I view it as a way to um, energize what you're already doing. Like yeah. you're, you, you like the in-person stuff. You, yeah. know, you like that thing of like, come see what it's about. I think it energizes that. And it, I think the only reason why I got so much is because, you know, we, we decided, like, you know, we're going to get this out here. How are we going to do it? We're going to build up to it and then, you know, having this thing. And and um, just, a, I think, frequency is important. Yeah. Um, it's not even, con- I mean, content, yes. I mean, you're not going to post something that nobody wants to see, but but the idea that you're constantly showing up and people are reminded, like, yeah, I, I like that a lot. And I, I just... My life's so busy I forgot about that or like I didn't even I didn't make any plans this weekend and I'm okay with it but now that I saw this is here I'm probably just going to go to that because I have no other plans you know mm-hmm. stuff like that I think is is something that I I don't like doing me personally trying to get better at it because I realize I'm seeing like um, <clears throat> I don't think it has any uh, weight on the art that's being created there's probably bands that are just like mind-blowingly good that aren't even online and yeah. you just have to show up at this bar at a certain time and they play every week yeah those exist you know um, and I think maybe everyone's okay with that you know um, but just having having a cool opportunity to just show up show up on where I think most people get their news and most people get their event schedules you know it's kind of a cool thing and trying to figure out you know how that works in your art yeah because I don't I mean I, I think as someone maybe I'm just speaking for myself but someone that creates yeah then to promote it is exhausting to think about even yeah just be like just I made it and I just want people to see it or hear it or have it in their house or yeah. have it on their iPhone you know yeah um, or their Android God forbid um yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh, you know, just to have like you want them to have it, and then how do I get it there? Because I don't, I don't know that I. You know. What I'm trying to think back 
to how we got onto this to- <laughs> this topic exactly. So we were we were talking about you've made this album, I going going through it. the work, yeah, mm-hmm. of of getting it out there, and how that's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but that- but I guess I was starting to say this other stuff because I feel like you 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 should feel like I want to like tell you that I think you do a great job of you you are getting out into the Billings community sure. in and yeah. and mattering to a lot of people in a way yeah. that those people care about more than how well you're doing on your social sure. media stuff. Let me tie this back to the social media conversation. I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't promote my shows as well as they did or promote my album if it wasn't for help. Caitlin, yeah. I wouldn't play around in, this, in in venues around town if it wasn't for help. I'm horrible at reaching out to somebody and saying, hey, can I book a show at your place? Yeah. Usually it's like someone being like, hey, can you play this? Hey, can you yeah. play this? Like, and they, they are the people that are like saying, like, we want music here. Yeah. We want you on maybe they've seen me somewhere else. I mean, obviously I do book shows, but um, I don't think that I would, I would have... I would feel as good about, um, I, I think the following is the word that I'll use, uh, uh, people that are fans of, of the music, I wouldn't have that, it wasn't for help of the other artistic people, yeah. um, that whether it's social media, whether it's just people that have venues like yourself, like I've had some of the best shows playing at your place because you're just like, hey, let's book a show. Yeah. I wasn't the person that was like, Tyler. I want to book a show at your gallery. You reached out right. to me, you know, and so I—I th- I don't know if that makes any difference uh, to your answer, but or to your question, but just like I think that it's all important. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it, is. it has to be symbiotic. I think if you yeah. throw it one way, if all you have is an online presence, then who who, who cares? I don't know. You yeah, know, like like I don't, I don't care. It like, needs. It feels like it does need to be grounded in something. Totally. Like, I, I want a place to go and it becomes see more you powerful. And yeah. Interact with you is like we're two people, and not like I mean, I love watching videos of well, my favorite artists, but when I get to see them live, I'm like, now what I want to do is go watch videos of you because I see you yeah, live. You know, right? And, and so it's just we have access to all this information and content. Um, but if but, you're not really willing to show up in real life and in a meaningful way yeah it's it's less it's less yeah right I mean there's bands I'll never see that I still yeah. favorite albums of all time but if I got a chance but, to see them once that would be super special and and part of the thing that got them to where they are is because Definitely. even though they didn't show up in real life in your life yeah they showed up in real life in the lives of a lot of people a lot so it's yeah. it's always gotta be both will you have me another one of those LaCroix yes yes I will I was wondering if, so now that we solved that world problem. Um, <laughs> We're just solving our question problems just one by one. I'm trying to like keep keep on track here while nursing this uh, bee wound also. <laughs> but um, will you, I was wondering if you would play another song. Yeah. Maybe um, one of these ones that comes from a, a little happier place to kind of tie yeah. back in yeah. to I was trying to get back to that and then we kind of went on to this other <laughs> tangent yes. but I love it this is the song I was talking about about being in love hold on I gotta let's pause this for a second yeah, I gotta I can, use the restroom I gotta pee too and we're back <laughs> we're back 
Montana Goalie Podcast. Okay, so you're going to play Love Divine. Yep. Which, this is a Montana Gallery Podcast exclusive. Yes, it is. Folks. This is not on the album. It's not. No. Uh, what's this song about? Uh, this song is just about um, kind of emerging from, uh, I think, loneliness, maybe a little isolation, depression, being in love. And, okay. And... What? I'm sorry. Just, Why are you laughing? It's just weird to hear me talk about it, or what? Just in light of what we were talking about earlier, it's like, no, you don't say. <laughs> so, yeah. It's... I think this bee sting is getting to me, too. Like, yeah, it like it's send, delirious. It's like, well, it's like sending waves of like weird <laughs> weird feelings into my into my head and then like I feel, I sense you seeing like the blood and the color in my face changing and so I can't help but smile and laugh you've been eight different colors since I've been <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is called love divine okay so you're just gonna get into it now I am yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks you, you bet If you take the time
And it's always been the hardest part for me to open up my eyes. If you said just once, I wouldn't die tonight. I think I would be fine. And it's always been the hardest part for me to open up my eyes. I've seen the light a thousand times, but tonight I begin. That's nice. Thank you. I'm sorry I laughed at it. <laughs> you know what? All I expect is honest reactions. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nice, man. Yeah, that's a that's a fun one. I like that one. You thinking of like swimming in a pool and opening up your eyes? Ooh, that's a nice image. Oh, that's not what. That's what I think. That's what I think of when you say uh, it's always been the hardest part f for me to open up my eyes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, 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 I meant it in more of a sense of, of just like seeing things. Sure. Um, seeing the lightness in things. Right. But that's a cool, I like that. I, I like, Being imagine like a movie screen, you know, like a, a film where like a little kid is like underwater mm -hmm. and not wanting to open up his eyes because of the chlorine. Mm -hmm. And it hurts, but it's really cool to look underwater, mm -hmm. you know. That's pretty cool, man. That's, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I wish I would like that. I didn't. But that's huh. cool. I like, I think that's a cool that is also fun to like hear people say what songs mean to them what the imagery means you know because it doesn't really matter if it's not what it is yeah. you know I think I don't know you probably experience this people look at your paintings and they could feel something different than totally what the scene even was you yeah. know yeah like it's kind of like it's kind of like what right do we have as creators to come along and like say no that's not the correct interpretation of it it's like yeah. no th this thing is so dense with meaning yeah that it just is excreting meaning in new ways yeah. all the time and i think also just people in general we we are complicated and emotions and feelings and experiences are so complicated for a lot of different people that who knows what you're going to feel when you hear something or what you're going to feel when you see something that doesn't, you know, you don't really yeah. have much control over that. It's actually so weird, like in the gallery, the different mm. ways that people react to it. Cause I have the upstairs where I can kind of sit back and not engage yeah. with people and if I want and just observe. Them. Yeah. Or like at art walk, this lady came through and she was looking at this one painting by, by one of the artists in there. And she was just like, is that done? <laughs> Like, picked out this one in particular. I'm like, that is an amazing... Like, I wanted to be like, lady, you don't understand. 
that's an amazing painting. <laughs> like, get out. Yeah, like, and she just she just didn't get it. It didn't yeah, hit her right. Right. It was, and you can't really actually, I think, blame somebody or like yeah. get mad at some. I mean, I think it's okay to get mad at, not mad. I think it's okay to be turned off by ignorance and um, insensitivity and all that stuff. But if if it doesn't hit somebody the way it was intended, you can't really be. Yeah. You know, you, you can say, like, well, I guess you're just not there. And sorry just, for you. Too bad for you. Yeah. It's interesting to think about, like, what is it, why is it that she, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people come into the gallery, see things that they're, like, not all that in love with. Right. And don't express their dis, <laughs> their dislike of the thing. But yeah. what is it, when somebody dislikes something, what is it that's happening within them that, that creates a reaction that they're that they turn to you and then go this is garbage like or what you know there's like it's a cookie that's really soft in the middle (laughs) or like the pizza's not done yet here what's this is kind of gross i don't like it yeah right there's better things out there yeah whatever well you didn't pay for the cookie yeah like and you won't (laughs) no cookies for you actually there's free cookies on the table right over there so why don't you take one and get out of here get your glass of wine because i know that that's what you're here for really get out of here (laughs) the free wine art critic yeah no that's it yeah yeah, and it's, it's but it's it, like what happened in her past that she reacts, you know, like that she had something that she's like that is not art. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, I think like even with music, there's music I don't like, and there's even art I don't like. I mean, let's just stay in that vein. I think like I always feel like I need to like just talk about music, but like I think anyone can appreciate any type of art, and just like anyone can appreciate music. So like I look at art, I'm like I don't like it. It doesn't. I would never want it around me. I kind of want to burn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, you know, like I I, I don't. It, it doesn't move me. Uh-huh. But you still have to have some sort of a an idea of like this is something that I just don't get and that's fine yeah you know and it's someone had this expression of art and or expression and they made something that represented that and it moves some people it totally does and that's why it's in your gallery it's you yeah. just throw it up because like well the wall's kind of empty I guess I should just yep. throw this on there right and then you as somebody who lives with artists and is an artist especially in that medium your mind's blown because you're like, how do you not get this? How, yeah. How do you how do you not? And you can't really be. You. It's okay to react. It's okay to feel the madness, but you yeah. also have to be like, well, I guess it's just part of. Everyone's it's, got something different. It's actually kind of nice to have those experiences in yeah. the sense that that what she was saying wasn't directed towards one of my paintings. Yeah. It was directed towards. <laughs> A different person's paintings yeah. who by and large is well loved <laughs> and it's just like kind of nice to remember even even great the best. even the best have people who will look at it and go I don't like that yeah I mean I think I feel that with some like I don't really quite get a lot of famous painters I'm not I'm just not cultured 
in that sense of like yeah. appreciating fine art. Yeah. And you know, Bob Dylan, he's not that good, man. <laughs> well, you can go yourself. <laughs> You can believe that out. <laughs> but, like, no, and, like, a lot of people don't. We did it! <laughs> we were so close. Um, <laughs> I am just going to dip that out. Yeah. People will know. You can fill it in. Yeah. You can fill want. it in now, but yeah. it's not going to be there. <laughs> um, but that's, that's totally true. Like, um, so I think this kind of ties back to, like, why you create, um, we were talking about like insecurity and then for me it was pain and tension and relieving that I think that's really all that matters um, is that you create out of those spaces and then I think you're probably starting to create something out of maybe a little differently maybe I don't know I'm not projecting I hope so I hope that I am same me too like a I feel called I feel like I'm decent i'm good at this yeah. stuff and it's like yeah like you were saying it would be a shame not to pursue this to its to yep. to whatever end it yep. comes to and like, i'm gonna come you i think we're all gonna come up against people that are like i don't like this yeah and i think it's okay for us to go okay cool. it's really good i think it's really good yeah like i made it or like my friend made it it's really I, think, good. I think this podcast is so good. I don't care that you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but truthfully, like, yeah. that's a fun place to be at because then you're just doing it, you know? Yeah. You don't... It's not for you. This is for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would say on a turn, uh, flip it on its head, it also is fun to try to make something that people like. Yeah. And I think that could be construed as like selling out or whatever you want to call it. But it's true. Like the idea of like, um, uh, even like when we get together with song, like we did that song, we do this thing where we get together, try to get there once a month with a bunch of songwriters. And Tyler, you've been like, you've started wanting to write a song and you started doing that and you shared some of it, you know? And it was so cool how all of us, um, we get together once a month and we get to share these things that we're working on and, and, and you've been gracious enough to like host us at your house at your gallery and then also start to pour into it and I think one cool thing about that is I do and I would speak for probably more than myself if maybe I'm overstepping but you do want to make something that your friends that you respect like yeah you know like kind of impress this person you know and that's not the whole goal of it but that also is another fun thing about it I don't know yeah. if you ever experienced that with your artist friends where you're Definitely. like I, I, it's, a, it's a little bit of like fun competitiveness yeah um, where it doesn't feel like you're like well what am I going to make that people are going to listen to I got to make something popular I got to make something that is in the vein of what everyone loves right now just yeah. people that maybe don't care about anything else but just whatever comes their way what can I make that's most likely to catch someone's ear? Like, I'm not really talking about that, but just the idea that, like, it is fun to, like, impress people mm-hmm. with what you're doing and not in a way that's, like, I'm going to, if they don't like it, I'm going to cry in my room. Yeah. Um, I'd say that I, I, for a lot of stuff that I make, I, I do try to find, I try to think of one particular person mm-hmm. that it's for. Ooh, I like that. And then... 
So like this, yeah. I feel like this is for either Parker or or uh, Ryan. Cool to listen to. Sure, sure. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everybody else, I hope you like it. But yeah. But if you don't, it, like, it's okay. Yeah. I, I like and it's kind of for me too because I'm a fan of your music. So sure. it's just mostly like, sweet, I get to hang out with <laughs> with my buddy Grant. Yeah. We and do I this get anyway listen to without yeah. a microphone. Um, and more Lacroix. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, How are we doing on those Lacroix? Uh, Is there one left? There's one left. Nice. Can I open it? Kill it. I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun to have. I think we have a cool community too. Of yeah. of I think your galleries promoted that in a really cool way. Um, I just played a show at your gallery um, last week. Was it? Two weeks ago. It was last week. It was last week. Yeah, it was last week. There's been a lot that's it was been Thursday, happening lately. Thursday last week. Yeah. Um, and how you have this conglomeration of artists, uh, as far as like painting fine art artists, and then you were like, oh, I've got friends that are musicians. We should do something here too. And so it's kind of this fun thing of you get this little community of people that are just throwing ideas out and hoping to like impress each other I think that's pretty cool mm -hmm. um, it's uh, I don't know it's not too contradictory but the notion of like this is for me it's only for me like I think that can only get me so far because sometimes I just don't care that much <laughs> I don't care enough about making something that makes me happy I mean yeah. I'm never going to write something that I don't like I'm never going to play it there's been tunes I've written that I've played a couple of times and been like meh I don't know it doesn't really do anything for me. Mm -hmm. But the creation of it was like, I'm going to this songwriter thing or I'm going to play live and I want to impress somebody. Yeah. That's okay, I think. I don't think, I think that's part of human nature that I don't think we can get away from. No, no. That we always like... There are people that probably don't feel that, which I'm jealous of those people. <laughs> well, I think they're psychopaths. They <laughs> just don't feel anything. Yeah, no, seriously. I think really? That, I think that yeah. that actually is, as I've been learning about like, some of this stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's like, it's called the non-duped heir, which is like the, um, the person who doesn't see, uh, who sees through the veils of everything. And like, so they don't see a police officer as a police officer. They see them as a, just another person. Right. They don't see the, uh, the title or the, whatever and and so they are kind of they like don't adhere to like the cultural niceties that we kind of all tend sure. tend to and so those people either they become like ceos of big businesses or they wind up homeless or you know like it's kind of one or the other actually really yeah they because they kind of they make the rules or they what? just see through and they're not affected by um, they don't care what other people think of them, right? That's so much, yeah. Like at all, actually, I guess. Yeah. And so they, so they come across really cold, yeah, a lot of times. And so they can, they can either they can rise up to that CEO status where like, or, or uh, role where you just have to make really cutthroat decisions and not worry about 
what Dave and accounting thinks about it. Yeah, and what he's telling his wife at yeah. home and what, what rumors are being, you know, or what, what, the, so what conversations. There. There's a balance there, right, of carrying that thing of like, I don't care what you think. Yeah. But also, like, I do want the people I care that think something about it to feel something or to care about it or to think it's good. Yes. Um, so there is a, that, that was a really clumsy way <laughs> no, of saying I, I, I followed it through. <laughs> if I think hard yeah, about it yeah. right now, so I'm the, not going to stick the, with the it. balance of, like, I don't care what you think, but also there's people that I want to like it. And that's where do you find that balance in there? Because I think I think that's why I had like Matt produce the album. Yeah. Because I do care what he thinks. Yeah. And I obviously push back and say I don't really care that you think that about it. This is the, yeah. what's going to be because I that's what I want it to be and I think it's the best. Wait, wait, what? <clears throat> like there are times when maybe Matt make a suggestion about the album or something. Sure. And I would say this is what I want it to be. Yeah. I don't care that you think that this is what I think it should be. I think it's mm-hmm. right. But then a lot of times it's like, I this, trust you. Yeah. I trust your opinion a, a lot and I care what you think about it. If we released it and you thought that was a big mistake, that might haunt me for a little bit because I kind of trust you a lot with your, I trust your opinion about it a lot. Yep. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, so I guess there is that balance of, of trying to figure out when you're making something what's it for or you know I yeah it doesn't it's probably never one or the other I mean I think we'd like to probably think it is but who knows what goes on in your mind when you're making something you know yeah I'm sorry one what what do you mean by one or the other uh all for me or for somebody else oh okay yeah yeah it's the balance yeah between those two you probably don't really have that much control over it either in reality be painful to go one or the other way. Like, be painful to say, like, I'm just not going to care. Yeah. But if you actually do care, you know, <laughs> it's going to have to come out some way, right? Does that make sense? Like, you can say, like, I don't care what people think, but if you actually do inside of you, right, that's going to come out in some way. Like by saying, I don't care what people think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the exact way it comes out when you're the guy that goes, I don't care what anyone thinks about my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it we comes We weren't out. asking you. <laughs> like, I was just actually asking you if you were excited uh, to be on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe that just revealed a lot about myself. And me too. <laughs> I don't care what any of you guys think. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the truth is, is I do care. Yeah, lot. yeah. I think we all care. <laughs> and uh, we should just hug now. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think what I, I really like what you said. Um, uh, Thank you. Earlier on, about no, I create out of profound insecurity. Yeah. I don't know that. There has to be a healthy balance there, right? Yeah. I think. It's both. I mean, it's definitely, it's both what has gotten me to wherever I am now as an artist, as a gallery owner, has has been a mix of both profound insecurity mm-hmm. and I feel called to do whatever it is that I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, um, a non, 
it's like the type of confidence that isn't egotistical, if if I can use that yeah. kind of thing. It's just like, this is what I think I'm really good at. It makes me really, really happy. Yeah. And that's what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it, that'd be a real bummer. Yeah. Like, to me and the people around me. Yeah. I think it's okay to think that. Yep. Um, I, I know so many people like that. Like, if you didn't do what you do, that would really suck oh, for a lot of people around you. Man. You know? Like, if I... This summer, you didn't really play around as much, it seems. Mm-hmm. If... As... Like, I'm remembering last summer and the summer before, you... I didn't play too much You played summer. a lot of shows. Yeah. Because you were kind of getting ready and perfecting and shaping yeah, your songs. Yeah, the band was think, getting the songs ready and, yeah. For yeah. recording the mm-hmm. album. Yeah. And this summer, it, there was less of that. And I oh, wow, am yeah. so excited for the album to come out because I imagine with that will also be a lot of Grant Jones playing around town. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, trying to sell slough off your CDs at every show. <laughs> yes. Like, and I can't wait for it, man. And the cool, I will be there yeah. every time clapping and cheering, going, woo! Every time you're like, and we got we got out CDs over there yeah, on yeah. that little table. <laughs> you know, you can just make change. Yeah, yeah, make your own change. Yeah. Uh, and the cool thing is, actually, with this Kickstarter, a lot of people bought house shows. Oh, really? Like a like, I think we've got like four or five house shows that are going to happen over the next. Who knows, are these people that I know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You better uh, hope they invite you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah, there's a few people that you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You get a plus one. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. They make the rules. I just you played just, a show. Yeah, you just played a show last night for at a wedding, right? I did. That was really fun. I'd never played a wedding. <clears throat> Today I met up with Grant for lunch and he just like pulls out this big wad of money and is just like <laughs> licking his thumb, just like folding back the hundreds and like, I got this. <laughs> Don't worry. Lunch is on me. It's it's that uh, false sense of confidence that comes with getting paid. <laughs> and then you realize, oh God. Oh, crap, I... my MacBook just died. Yeah. yeah. I gotta spend another fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. I shouldn't have gotten uh, the uh, market price seafood. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. We, we played at a wedding, which is really fun. Never played at a wedding, um, and it was kind of fun to have somebody like your music enough to have you at their wedding. You know. Yeah, because you're. I mean, mostly your covers. You're playing <laughs> covers, right? A lot of Aria Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> Space Cowboy. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. You're talking about the Joker. Yeah. By that's what it <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just fun. Like, uh, and usually weddings are a little more relaxed. You know, you're not quite the, no one paid to come see you. So you just, you know, it was fun. It was fun. To, and, and, and like they were, everyone, bride and groom loved it. And that's why they brought us there, you know. So that's yeah. kind of fun just to like. Get to that point where like you play around enough, people see you, and then they're like, "We like your music enough to." Yeah, I'm not sure it's feels the same for you to like someone's. They decided like, "What should I put on my wall?" That really, I think really accents the room, which mm-hmm. is your painting. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "That's pretty." That's really cool. That's really that somebody wants to yeah. live with something. And they mine. didn't go to Hobby Lobby yeah. and buy a Live Laugh Love poster. You know, they chose... Yeah, like actual... I mean, I hope they still do that. Yeah, I mean, there's a room for that. I think yeah. it's the bathroom. That's where you really have to... You um, gotta live. Yep. And you gotta laugh. laugh. 
You go, definitely gotta look. Okay, just gonna look in that mirror sometimes and go, oof. I almost forgot <laughs> to do these three things today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Thank that's God what, I have Yeah. Thank, thank goodness that it was printed on a canvas and sold to me. And now I remember. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, I was think I was. We can end this at any time, but I'm enjoying just yeah talking. Um, I was thinking we should talk real quick about the different fellas that uh, played on this album. Yes, with you. Yes, we should. Because in this little podcast, we've recorded a couple couple little acoustic tunes. Mm-hmm. But uh, tell me about like what's happened with the songs as. I mean, it's a different. It's going to, so this album will be a, obviously a much different experience than listening to right. these little recordings that we've got here of you yeah. with this acoustic guitar. Uh, so yeah, let's talk through who are the, some of the guys and what what mm-hmm. that played on it and what did they kind of bring to the table? Yeah, so I think when I first started like actually like playing out a little more, there was a different group. Um, just musician friends I've had. I was playing with Ty Herman and Marcus Barkak. and then that's right. Um, you guys had the you were Grant Jones and the Handyman. Were we? I think that was. Or that was my. That, yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was just you. <laughs> that was that was what I thought you should be called. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, the, and because the, you had you had like Hank's dry cleaners. We shirts had or all something. matching. Yeah, it was like mechanics type shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, and they had someone's name on it. I think yeah. I bought him like a Hank's will. Body Shop. Yeah, and it has the one guy who worked his name on it. Yeah, so we were all matching. Um, and then uh, Phil also played in that that arrangement. Okay. Uh, Phil Griffin. Yeah, um, and he still plays bass, and and he it was kind of fun to meet him, um, start playing music with him because he um, <clears throat> he sings harmonies that I, I've never been a harmony. I can't sing harmony. I've never really sang with anyone who can do. Yeah. harmonies and so when I met him and we started playing together I was like this is really really cool it has a depth that I didn't know was there to the, the tunes yeah um, so he you know um, he started we started playing my songs before that I had played a couple things with Parker I just mm-hmm. known each other for, for quite a while um, and we'd played you know either if it was like I'm playing at church I'm like hey man I want you to play with me there or the little small gig let's, let's do this so he'd, he'd been there for a little before Phil, I believe, and then okay. um, as far as like forming a group, I know like um, Parker's in a lot of bands. I was like, I don't know if he's got time and all right. that kind of stuff. And then eventually, it ended up being me, Keller, Phil. Um, kind of ended up Keller Paulson. He's yeah. plays drums. <clears throat> My roommate. Yeah. Uh, plays drums, and he's like one of the one of the greatest drummer. Yeah, in town. Oh yeah, it's, it's it, really fun to watch. It was. It wasn't really like I heard him on Parker's album. Yeah, and then I saw him play so much on Parker's stuff. Yeah, play live, and then I remember. I remember the first time I met him. Um, Parker, Alex Nauman, and Eric had a studio downtown. Yeah, it was above like Sweetgrass Sandwich Shop. It was. I don't know if it's still called that. It's like a block yeah. from the Monty. So. Yeah. Um, they were on the third floor and they used to do these rent parties where they would buy a keg, charge people five bucks, and then they'd bring a band in. 
know, they'd bring oh. someone from out of town and they'd all play together. It was like this private, very intimate concert. And they would just like, idea was like, hey, we'll pay the rent for the month by throwing this party. And so you'd pay oh, five cool. bucks, get a cup of beer. Let's do that at the gallery. We should definitely do that at the gallery. Yeah. You'd get, you know, get a cup and drink until the cake is gone type of deal. Um, and then they'd bring in a band. And I remember Keller... He was there. I'd never met him before. And he starts playing. And he's playing some beat. I'm like, dude, that, yeah. that's the closest thing I've heard to like Questlove and The Roots. Like, he's just playing this <laughs> yeah. really cool, funky, kind of yeah. hip-hop-y beat. And his mouth is wide open. Yeah. His tongue he's, is just yeah. going all over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got the killer face hard. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I remember seeing, like, man, that guy's really cool. And then I didn't see him for like another year and a half. He was living in, I think, Sheridan. Yeah. Um, or Colorado. I can't remember. Um, and then... So then eventually, I think we started playing a few more gigs as myself, Phil, Griffin, and Keller. Yeah. Started honing, honing in those tunes, and then eventually, um, Parker started playing with us, and um, he bought a pedal steel, and I, I was really loving that, how that felt, and he was like me, he had a band of play it in because yeah. you know there's not a ton of places to play that if you know um, and the pedal steel yeah yeah I mean there's there's probably more than I know yeah. around town but you know he was like this is cool I get to you know perfect this instrument and and yeah. and exercise with a band I don't yeah. have to just like practice at home you know so he started doing that and then I remember one night Eric Olson he plays keys um they all still share a studio in a different location and we're rehearsing in the rehearsal space and he's like, hey, can I come to rehearsal tonight? That's so awesome. And I'm like, yeah, come on in. And then... And secretly you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. I know, I know. It's like, I... Because I, I was... You know, like, they're like the best musicians in town. I, yeah. I didn't... I, I truly believe that. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm like, you guys play in so many bands and, and every yeah. time you play, people are ecstatic about it. Yeah. And so then we did that rehearsal. He's like, can I play that gig? And this like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and so then this thing started forming and, and, and we can't always do the full band. Um, a lot of times just me yeah. and Phil, me and Parker play. Montana Gallery just doesn't pay that much. <laughs> Montana Gallery plays well, but it's just a small space, you yeah. know, like yeah. we, we did a full band in there once. Yep. And and it was fine. Yeah. But well, we just we found that like it's nice to have a more intimate, yeah. quiet show. Um, and so, you know, I've played gigs with just me and Keller. I played mm-hmm. with once me and Parker, just me and Phil, me and Eric. Have yet to do one together. I'm sure we will um, one time. Cause I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to do that too. Um, but, um, it, you know, then that was like, okay, this is who's going to be on the album. This is the yeah. people that are going to be on there. And so. Um, that was the final, yeah. Kind of like okay, here's the group, and yep. then having them all be in there recording. Like the the songs changed in the studio because we had played together not a ton before we went in the studio because you know I don't play a ton of shows around town. We probably played you know three major shows together and handful of rehearsals, and and then we're like, all right, we're gonna record in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so now I feel like after the record. Like last night was amazing because we mm-hmm. had a short rehearsal and and but then everyone's kind of familiar and just like those guys are so good at reading the feel of the room and just yeah. improvising in a way where I'm like 
this isn't the song I wrote, and it's way, way better. And that's kind of how the album turned out, too, you know? Yeah. Of like, yeah, I, I can sing it by myself, but to have everyone else's creative hand in it, it just makes it so much better. And, yeah. And I hear things I never heard being in there because these people are here playing it. So, yeah. Yeah. I owe it all to them, you know? And then having Matt, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Blakesley, um, we've been friends for a long time, and then him always being like, man I believe in you like you can like let's do this and then having him step in and uh, you know I he produced Parker's album and hearing that result he recorded and produced it and then Jordan Sungaber also mixed and mastered his and hearing that result I was like no brainer these are my guys and yeah. I've known Jordan for a really really long time too um, I think and I used to hang out in his basement with his little brother <laughs> and so Jordan was like the older brother you know and now he's you know <laughs> mixing and mastering the album and yeah. these are the two guys that I, I wouldn't choose anyone else over them yeah. and it's just cool like they took it where I didn't know it would go yeah. which is kind of fun you know I've always said like if I if I could do it myself I would've <laughs> if I could record it and and push it forward I would've yeah. but I couldn't you know yeah. and so they have all these these dudes that shot it in a direction that I never thought I could go it was pretty really cool yeah yeah Sorry for rambling on. Dude, I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. We could chop that up. If I was super creative, I could chop that up like I did Parker's thing and just like <laughs> interlace it in all these different places yeah. like with yeah. some of your songs, but I don't know that I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what's sort of next after, after this album? I mean, can we just start... I, you've got like six or seven songs that I'm aware of that aren't on this album mm-hmm. that I really love. Yeah. I mean, the album's you taken... Just get right back in the studio, buddy. No, man. I gotta, I gotta get this... Like, it's... Once you get it out there. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of fun to... Actually, now we're gonna have time with these tunes. Whereas yeah. before, we had to really kind of write a lot of the parts in the studio. And now we're gonna be able to play these tunes for I mean I'm gonna try to you know book runs in Montana tour runs and and see where we can play and and obviously we're gonna play the the newest stuff to the most recent stuff I've written because that's yeah. fun to just try it out yeah and see how it feels because like sometimes eventually it will probably find its way recorded somewhere yeah and it needs that yeah oh, it definitely. needs that stage it, time or it needs you need time to be able to be like nah this isn't really the song I want right you know, uh, it's gonna yeah. This is great. This is this is fun to write. This is not gonna be a song I continue playing. I know it's it's really hard for me as a fan, like knowing like some of my favorite songs. Yeah, and like seeing like I gotta plug in my laptop real quick. No worries. Oh, this outlet doesn't really. It's, it's a it's a loose outlet. These Lacroix cans are everywhere. Um, but like your song, uh, I hate it here. Mm, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, it didn't make it on the record. Yeah, and that was an old. It's okay, one, yeah. but I like and summer. Didn't but here either. and summer didn't, and and that's fine. But I, I, I guess what I look forward to being your friend and 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 like it seems like eventually those songs might make it. Onto an album one day. Yeah. If maybe. I if I maybe not. I don't know. 
I, I think like those ones that they didn't make it on there were only because they just didn't feel right. Yeah. They were we recorded them more like um we could take another shot at him some other time maybe. Yeah. And, and they'll be ready. Yeah. You know? Um maybe it's just different instruments, different approach or something like that. Um, it was funny, a, a friend of mine was like, the first time I ever heard you sing, like, I really missed that one. It's one I haven't played in probably like th- three or four years. Mm. And I was like, oh, that is a song. Maybe <laughs> I'd play that one day. Yeah. You know, but. And then it became know. Nighttime Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just get, you, you, new things come and you're more yeah. excited about them and, and you're like, I suppose I could like work this. And mm-hmm. It's also fun to, to have a surplus. Mm-hmm. And to not be like, whatever I wrote, it's got to be on here because it's all I got. It's kind of fun yeah. to have, be able to be like, what's the strongest ones? Yeah. Like if I had to, if I died tomorrow and this is all on the record, what would it be? Yeah. I'd be like, that's the weakest, that's the weakest, and that goes. Yeah. You know, and yep. not that those songs aren't, people don't like those tunes, but yeah. Not that I don't like playing them, I still, I, that's funny you brought that up because I was like, that would be fun to play again. That, that was always a fun one to play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just uh, maybe will they ever come up again? Maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I met a lot of dudes go in the studio with like sixty tunes, and then they narrow it down to twelve. Yeah, and I'm not near that, but it's also fun to be able to say like have the freedom and feel good about saying that is time. It's just not this this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Well. Dude, we're, we did a good job with this one. We did. We put down a lot of LaCroix. We did. What, um, is there anything else, like, um, anything else you're thinking about these days? That's, like, maybe non-music even, or just, you know, you reading anything, watching any movies? Got any, any things, uh, anything running through your head that you're... Oh, interesting. That you're question. that you're caring about. What's the thing you are bringing to conversations, whether they ask or not, <laughs> whether the other person asks. Unsolicited. Yeah. yeah. What's the unsolicited? That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. What's What's your unsolicited piece of conversation these days? You know, I've been doing uh, like handyman stuff for a couple years. Yeah. Three or four years, and I started working on like framing houses and like new construction and learning a new part of something I thought I knew about mm-hmm. in a hands-on sort of way. Like I think there's always the music there's always stuff to learn and, and that's another story. But just like I feel like, you know, working with your hands, that's fun. And, and I found that a new appreciation for all that stuff and, and even just like the intense math behind it all and technique and all that stuff. That's, that's been something that's really made me feel excited I haven't been excited to go to work in quite a while, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's been really fun just to just to uh, wake up and go, I got to do something kind of exciting. Like I'm, mm. I'm going to be building a house that a family is going to live in. You know? That's cool. Or, or I'm working on a bar. Like this is going to, I want to, I can't wait to go to that when it's finished. We just framed it, you know? I can't wait to go there and sit in there and have a beer and be like, that was so fun. We worked in here for like three months, you know? Yeah. That's that's exciting to me. And yeah. and that's something kind of fun to, uh, 
it's it's mindless in a sense. It's not mindless. I, I don't mean it in a sense of like you're not thinking while you're doing it, but it's physical at the same time. So you're yeah. you're tired at the end of it. Yeah. And you look back and like, oh, cool, we did that. It took us, you know, a month or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's kind of exciting to me right now. Some I'm, I'm always like excited to talk about. And I don't think people necessarily care too much about like. <laughs> that kind of stuff but that's yeah. always something that I'm really excited about is like learning something new that and having someone that's teaching you you know not just to be like I'm gonna yeah cause you've, you're working now with this guy named John yeah John right? Kemick yeah. yeah and it's been fun like, I thought I knew stuff about construction <laughs> construction and I realized like I don't know very much and uh, <laughs> I mean and it's fun just to have be like this guy have somebody so much yeah and have somebody to work alongside and that's that, not like YouTube like looking up I'm, I want to like, you can learn anything on YouTube you ever yeah. want like if you want to do anything you can leave it like on YouTube or like order a online course and watch videos but that's not the same it's something about just being there and doing stuff and yeah. kind of learning and then feeling good about what you see when you're done yeah that's that's something that's really exciting to me right now yeah so yeah oh that's yeah. cool man I hope that's a satisfactory answer I am always unsatisfied. But, um, <laughs> that's just in general. Yeah, that's yeah. just in yeah. general in life. I can't do anything I'm about like it. Like embracing that. There's no answer I can days. give, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Oh, I loved this. I don't nice. really. I don't really want to end this because I just want to keep on hanging. Out. Let's keep on hanging. I've got some more Lacroix. Uh, let's let's smoke keep, a cigarette. Let's let's keep on hanging out and. Uh, find these other LaCroix. Thanks for being here for this. Thank and, you. Uh, everybody go check out Grant Jones uh, if you go to kickstarter.com once again and uh, yeah. go there. Give him some money. You got all these different perks yeah, that are there. It's, it's, it's kind of cool because there's these uh, different levels. If you've never done Kickstarter, there's different levels of perks you can give. So I'm not really asking for like a donation. You can get, get um, you know anything from a physical copy of the album to a t-shirt to um, uh, one of them is I'll write a love song to somebody that you choose you know whoa how much is that that's I think 150 and I'll write a personalized love song to really you choose yeah no and I'll, I'll record way. it and give it to you yeah. dude I think I have to do that well we'll see if somebody you... please buy a painting of mine real quick so that I can <laughs> <laughs> Pay Grant to write me a personalized love song. Yeah, and then yeah, oh, yeah. so man. there's all these fun Who things. Who will I have you write it to? That's a good question. I don't. I mean, I can't answer that. Only your heart can. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, there's some cool opportunities just to. To I think it's like kind of pay it forward. Is that what you would say? I think mostly I want you to I want to pay you to write a love song so that when I'm that like that is somehow in my story so that when I'm there in the audience I can like elbow somebody and be like, <laughs> "This was this is about me." Yeah, this is about me. <laughs> you just want me to write you a love song. <laughs> this one's called "How I uh... Fell in Love with Tyler Murphy." <laughs> <laughs> This is not autobiographical. <laughs> Which, I thought about that. I was like, ooh, this could really backfire on me here. If I have to, I don't know. Like, you never know who's going to buy that stuff. It could, be, it could be weird. Well, you've kind of done that, right? 
What's a little that? bit like you've kind of written some songs. You've taken other people's stories and written some songs. I have, lately, right? And actually, I love doing that. Yeah, because that's it's fun to take a, take a step outside of yourself and then apply your experience to that relationship and say, "Oh, I felt that at yeah. one point," and that's really fun. I've done that yeah. once or twice, right? And it's been fun. I don't think you could relate to any of my <laughs> stories based on this conversation <laughs> or on opposite pages. Yeah. There's nothing similar here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. But thank right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, there's a great video on there. Um, you know, if anybody is like listening to this and they're like, I wonder what this guy looks like. <laughs> I just there is know, there's there's a, a really like exquisitely shot it videos is. and edited like perfectly it's, perfectly edited. I don't want to really. It's probably going to get an award. It's the There Will Be Blood of our generation. Yeah. It's, um, I think, a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. The Kickstarter video. Yeah. 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 If... Uh, <laughs> I mean, whoever was behind the lens. I, whoever, just... whichever local gallery owner was behind the lens. Yeah. Really. Zach, you did a great job, man. <laughs> Derek <laughs> is amazing. Zach. Good work, buddy. <laughs> Dude, thanks so much, Grant. Totally. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>